Hello everyone, it's Coach V. And thank you for joining me on another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. So today we are going to talk about enjoying where you are on the journey. So here we are, it's the last Monday in January. And hopefully you've taken some time to just kind of evaluate where you are with maybe some things that um, you've decided to change in your life in this year that will bring you closer to purpose, um, that will bring you one step closer to healing and revelation, being empowered and being inspired to, to continue on this journey. Um, but on this journey, we have to enjoy the places that we are. Oftentimes we grow impatient. And we we want to be or we think that we should be much further along or should have accomplished far much you know, more than what we already have. Or we are um, comparing ourselves to others um, on this journey and seeing where they are and you know, I should have this. I've been doing this longer. We, if we're not careful, we'll get into that downward spiral of negativity and negative self-talk. And that can oftentimes derail us and distract us from where we are on the journey. But we have to learn to enjoy the view and enjoy where we are on the journey. And I was thinking about some reasons why we don't enjoy where we are on the journey. And the first thing is what I just said is that we oftentimes compare ourselves to others and where they are and what they've accomplished and what they may have attained. We look at the material things. We look at the outside. But do we take the time to think about what maybe they are sacrificing to be where they are or to have the things that we have that they have? Do we know the story? You know, we hear this, the phrase often said in church, you know, you, you see the glory, but you don't know my story. Do we know the sacrifices that they make? And are we willing, if we had the opportunity, to make those sacrifices? So oftentimes we're comparing ourselves and allowing bitterness and resentment to set up in our hearts. And we don't really know what's going on. We don't know how many times a day they pray. We don't know what they sacrifice. We don't know, you know, what they're... um, you know, paying in their tithes or we don't know the things that are going on on the inside. We're just looking at the outside. We don't know the work that they're doing on themselves and having better relationships with with others, having a better relationship with God. We don't if we're not looking at it in the spirit and we're looking at it in the natural. We're already off to a bad start. And so we have to take the time to really examine, are we trying to sit here and compare ourselves to other and then others and then we're becoming bitter and upset, jealous and, you know, a little resentful. And then we say negative things. We start talking about them because we're trying to make ourselves feel better and we don't even really know anything about them. Hmm. We might want to check that. And I hope you're taking notes. The second thing I thought about is, is that we oftentimes will take things for granted. We feel entitled and, and we feel like, you know, we should have this because I I did this and I suffered through this. We put I into it. We use that letter a lot 
and it gives God no glory. It does not please him. And so we got to take we got to take a step back and be mindful of the words that we speak. And we take things for granted oftentimes and and feel as if we're entitled because we think we're deserving as if we're not supposed to suffer and that we're not supposed to have hard times that we're not supposed to go through anything. And then if we are fortunate enough to be blessed, we sometimes are ungrateful. Like this is cute, God, but this is not what I really asked for. This is not really what I wanted. So he's kind of taken aback. Well, I'm going to take note of that the next time that I get ready or think about even blessing you. So we have to be mindful of those things and not take this attitude of entitlement so far that we throw it in God's face. It's almost as if God blesses us and we spit in his face or we throw it back at him like a child throwing a temper tantrum. Not good. We have to learn to be faithful over that which he has given us so that he can see it, whether he can trust us with more. We got to do well at this place in the journey so that God can determine whether we are mature enough, if we're ready for the next leg. Because if we're not handling this really well, he knows that we're not going to handle what's up ahead very well at all. He knows that we're not equipped. We're not spiritually mature. We're not heeding his instructions. We're ignoring him. We're not spending time with him. And so if I'm not doing it now, if he gives me more, I'm definitely not going to do it. So we got to check that too. And the last thing that God just really, really blooped me with was... A lot of times we can't enjoy where we are on the journey because we don't even know who we are. And we don't even know where we are. My God, my God, today. You're just walking aimlessly. You're just going, you know, from moment to moment, not really getting anything, not really benefiting, not letting anything really resonate in your spirit. As you're on this journey, you're just in a mentality of simply, I just need to survive for the day instead of having a mindset or a mentality that, no, I desire to thrive in everything that happens today. I want to experience it to the full and I want to thrive in it, even if it's something that may be negative. God, I want you to teach me and show me what it is that I need to see. Teach me what I need to know so that I can take this with me down the road so if we don't even know who we are if we don't even like ourselves if we don't even have respect for ourselves if we're continuing to do things that denigrate everything God is trying to build up then how can we enjoy the journey because we keep going back to these old habits we keep going back to these old mindsets we keep doing things that are contrary to the blessings and the favor that he's trying to pour on us we're not going to appreciate it because we don't know who we are we don't know who we are in God and we don't definitely we definitely don't know the position that we need to be in we don't know our location because we're just running from pillar to post 
we're over here one minute, then we're over here. That becomes boring or unsatisfying according to our flesh. And we run over here trying to be satisfied in the flesh instead of getting out of our flesh and, and letting God arise in us. So we got to get our GPS together. We need to reroute. There's some rerouting that needs to go on. Let God put in his address. Let him put in where he desires for us to go instead of us just walking along or trying to find a shortcut because we think it'll be quicker, less painful, a little easier. Sometimes shortcuts are not always good, especially when we're trying to create the shortcut. Now, if God gives us a bloop and a shortcut and puts us at the head of the line, then God does that and he gets the glory for it. And he can do that. But if he's not a part of any of this, then you're going to be selfish. You're going to be self-centered. You're going to keep comparing yourself to others. You're going to be bitter and resentful and angry towards them. And they didn't do anything to you. And then you're not going to know really where you are. And it's just going to be a, just a constant state of confusion and frustration and anger that you're going to be in. And so we're going to take a deep breath. And this is going to be our transformative talk, our transformative thought for this week. So write this down. My journey is my journey. My path is my path. I will enjoy where I am so that I can begin to enjoy who I am and whose I am. We got to get that straight. Where you are is where you are. That's your journey, your path. Rock with it. Enjoy it. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength and your GPS. Until God decides that he's going to move you to another place. You got to get comfortable in that relationship with God and knowing that you will be uncomfortable. Get, un- get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because when you're walking with God, things are not going to be easy. There are going to be bumps in the road. There are going to be difficulties. There are going to be some hard times. There's going to be some lean times. There's going to be times that you feel like, you know what, God, are you even still there? And the fact of the matter is, is that his hand is always on your life. But sometimes we just have to take some time and enjoy where we are enjoy the view where we are because there's things that we could miss if we're in such a hurry to get to the next thing and so that leads me to my first point of what we can do to get ourselves in a place where we are enjoying the journey and that first thing is this where you are is by no accident It is very intentional. It has purpose behind it. There's something that is meant for you to learn. There is something that you're meant to get from where you are. So it's not by any accident that you are in a particular situation, that you're in a particular, you know, um, circumstance, that you're going through a, a season in your life. It's not an accident. So we need to take the time to evaluate. We need to take the time to sit with God and say, hey, 
okay, what is it that you're trying to show me? What is it that you're trying to tell me? And God is going to tell you some things about yourself that you might not like, or you thought that, you know, you were hiding and he didn't see. This is the time to unpack and uncover. But it's going to make you better. So we have to realize that where we are is definitely not by an accident. It's on purpose. There's purpose in it. And we look at Romans uh, 8 and 28, which this is a very uh, familiar passage of scripture that we all know. And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. And we can go even further with verse 29, where it says, For those whom he foreknew and loved and chose beforehand, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son and ultimately share his complete sanctification so that he would be the firstborn and most beloved and honored among many believers. And so all things work together for good. For those who love God and to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. So where we are in our lives, the things that we're experiencing, the things that we're going through, God has purpose behind it and it will work for our good. So we have to realize that it's not by any accident that we're going through a certain thing. So we don't despise where we are. We don't sit and complain and murmur. We say, God, show me what it is that you need to show me because I know it's going to work out ultimately for my good and you will get the glory out of it. So sit down, evaluate, write some things down, some things that you know that you need to get rid of, some negative mindsets, some bad habits, and start to work on those things. Unpack those things so that your luggage will be a little bit lighter on this journey so you don't feel like you're struggling to pull that suitcase along. You need to lighten your load. Okay? The second thing is this. Reconnect with yourself. And most importantly, reconnect with God. Sometimes we're at a a certain place and a crossroads in our life because God is like, hey, you forgot me. We were doing good. Where did you drop me off? So sometimes we need to take some time again to evaluate and reconnect with the father and reconnect with his plan and purpose for our lives. Because sometimes we forget we run ahead. We think that we thought that we heard God say do this and what we failed to do was get all the instruction we heard the first part of the sentence but we didn't hear the second part so then when we get to the second part that he was trying to forewarn us about we're like okay hold on wait a minute no we need to get the full instruction so we need to stop and reconnect with God because we've gotten too far out of um, his favor We've gotten too far out of his protection and his shielding and his covering because we've gone way out there, made a mess, and now we need God to come and clean this thing up for us. But if we remember what Matthew 11 and 29 says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Following me as my disciple, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest renewal and blessed 
for your souls. So we need to go back to God and follow him, be his disciple. He's going to always be gentle and loving with us, very patient and long suffering. You know, God has been with us. He's never going to throw anything in our face. He's never going to bring up our past mistakes. But we'll be able to find rest in him because we're redirecting everything back to him. We're reconnecting with him so that he can endow us with that wisdom and the instructions that we need to go a little bit further on this walk. And the last thing that we need to do as we're on this on this journey is disconnect from anyone not going in the same direction. This means we need to reevaluate our circle. We need to look at our circle. We need to look at the people that we're hanging out with. We need to look at the people that we allow to speak, you know, into our lives that we allow to influence and impact us. And it's not just people that we know. Look at the people that we follow on social media. Think about the people that that um, that that we that that we listen to on social media, uh, the music that we listen to. The things that we watch on television. We need to check that circle. The things that we're allowing to influence us. The conversations that we take um, that we take part in. The things that we allow into our ear gate and our eye gate. We need to disconnect from anything or anyone that is not going in the same direction. If it's not something that's building us up, but tearing us down slowly but surely. If it's something that's not empowering us or inspiring us. If it's not something that's motivating us or propelling us to greater things. It needs to go. It needs to be cut off. And we need to evaluate that. The last um, scripture that I want to use is Ephesians 6 and 10. And it says, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from him and be empowered through your union with him and in the power of his boundless might. And so if we're disconnecting from those things or people that that serve us no purpose, that they're not going in the same direction. We we are to be committed to being strong in God because he'll reveal that stuff to us. He'll let us know this person doesn't need to be this close to you. You need to step back. You know, you need to remove yourself from this situation or this this circle. But we have to be tapped into him and we have to obey the instruction when he gives it to us. But if we're not doing that, we run the risk of continuing to contaminate and poison the things that God is desiring to do in our lives. And if we're not careful, we'll be in a situation um, that will be around people Just like David talks in Psalms 5 and 9, where he says, For there is nothing trustworthy or reliable or truthful in what they say. Their heart is destruction. Their throat is an open grave. Ooh, I would not want to be an open grave. They flatter 
with their silken tongue. So we got to make sure that the people that we're around are not just saying things to flatter us or to keep us in this position where we're small so they can feel big or where we feel like we have to shrink or that, you know, to stay a part of the cool kids club, we're going to let them talk us into talking about other people. No, we got to be careful of that. So we got to disconnect from anything and anyone that's not going in the same direction. We don't want anything that's not reliable or truthful to be a part of our vocabulary, to be a part of um, our mindset, because what we are thinking, so a man think is, you know, as a man thinketh, so is he. So if you're thinking those things, you will begin to say those things. You will begin to, you know, pour out that bile onto other people. So then you're going to contaminate them with that negativity. And that is not what we're here for. So then you will greatly damage their, their journey, their walk. You'll become a detriment instead of a blessing to their journey because you're continuing to surround yourself with negativity. And so then you'll reproduce who you are. And that's not what I want to do. That's not, that can't happen on my watch. I want to be able to encourage people. I want to be able to inspire people. I want to be able to empower people. I want to be able to motivate people. I want to see people be transformed. I want them to be better and greater than I am because of what I am able to share with them in the form of wisdom and knowledge and understanding and things that God has revealed to me and how he's transformed my life, how he's transformed my heart posture and my mindset. And to show that it is possible for them to experience the same thing. But we have to just be happy where we are on the journey and not worry about what somebody else is doing and what somebody else has and where they are on their journey. We can't sit in from a in a seat of of self-righteousness and entitlement and think that it's supposed to just be given to us. We can't expect things on this journey if we don't even know where we are on the journey because we don't even know who we are. We've completely disconnected ourselves from those that could truly pour into us and and show us the right way. And we definitely can't expect it if we've disconnected from God. We got to get ourselves back in our rightful place and put God back in his rightful place so that the journey can be a little more pleasant. So that it can be a little more palatable. So that it can be a little easier. We got to unpack some things. We got to take some stuff out of that suitcase. So that it's not so difficult to pull along on the journey. Because there's going to be things that you're going to pick up that are going to be of great use. There are going to be things that you're going to need. That you're going to need to put in that suitcase. That you will be able to carry. But if you are carrying all this negativity. If you're carrying all this bitterness and resentment and hurt. If you're allowing depression to overtake you and anxiety to rise up in you. You're not going to have the strength Or the energy to carry anything. You're not going to have the capacity to accept anything new in your life because you have no space. And we have to make room for those things. 
We've got to enjoy the view of where we are, all of the splendor and magnificence of what God is trying to show us. But we have to allow him to remove the scales from our eyes so that we can truly enjoy the beauty of what's before us. And and have an attitude and a mindset of God. If it, this is absolutely amazing, this is beautiful. Surely there is nothing better than this. Because God, you really did your thing when you when you gave when you when you created this and you allowed me to see it. And God is like, but aha, I have so much more. You think this is something? Huh. Wait until you see what is ahead. Wait until you see what I have in store. So then you are always in awe of God. You're in awe of the things that he shows you along the way. And so you don't mind going on the journey. You don't mind how long it takes to get to the destination because you're enjoying everything that you have everywhere that you go on the journey. Nobody can outdo God. Nobody can show him up. Nobody, no thing, everything that is in this earth, he has created and he's created it with an intention and with a purpose. And we want to be able to enjoy all of it and enjoy it to the fullest. And so I just encourage you today to enjoy where you are on the journey, knowing that there is so much more that lies ahead for you. But we have to be grateful for where we are and not be in such a hurry to get to a place that we are not yet prepared for. Allow the process to take full course. Allow God to do everything that he needs to do in you so that when you do get to that next destination, you're settled and you feel confident, you rest in the confidence that that God has prepared you for this next season, this next assignment, this promotion on your job. This new business venture, this book that you're going to write, this song that you're going to write. Know that he's prepared you in that previous season. And so you will be able to enjoy the view so much more. You will have more appreciation and gratitude for the journey. There will be so many nuggets that you will pick up along the way that you'll need down the road. You'll need that manna for later on. You'll need those words of wisdom and encouragement. You'll need those relationships that that God brings into your life to go a little further. But if we're always in a rush, if we're always in a hurry, if we're always impatient, if we're always complaining, we miss the bigger picture because we're so focused on, on that small thing. We truly can't see the forest for the trees. We're just focused on the fact that there are all these trees instead of enjoying just the beauty and splendor of all of this, this, this forest, this thing that God created. How he raised them from dirt and allowed the, the rain from the sky to fall to help them to grow, 
so that they provide covering from the sun for us. Oh, how we should take more advantage in enjoying the beauty of the journey and the beauty of where we are. And I pray in this year that you will take a little more time, that you will stop and smell the roses, allow the sun to to beam on your face. That even when you feel a drop of rain, that you know that that's just God reminding you of how much he loves you and he wants you to enjoy everything that he's created. That when you hear the birds chirping or a butterfly flying by, that it's a reminder that even as he cares for the sparrow, he cares even more for you, that he will continue to clothe you and feed you and provide for you. I pray that you will slow down a little to appreciate those things and not always be in such a hurry. but that you will let God speak to you just through the simple things that even when you inhale and exhale, you know, that's God. That when you take that first conscious breath in the morning, that your first words are, thank you, Jesus, that you kept me through the night. That even if we're sick, that we know that God is our healer and that he will restore us. I pray that you will take time to truly enjoy where you are on your journey. I thank you for joining for another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. Remember that today is always a great day to be made new and that I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.